Welcome to Oversharing with the Overbees. I'm Joe. And I'm Matt. And each week you can tune in to hear us respond to your voicemails, go in depth on our lives as content creators, and hopefully leave you feeling even better than we found you. With that being said, let's get to Oversharing. My toxic trade is asking you to buy me powdered donuts and then being a little bit resentful that you let me eat an entire bag of powdered donuts. <laughs> is there any, like, that's the only serving size of powdered donuts, I thought. Um, like they make the little sleeves, but you should probably eat like a couple of those. <laughs> you think I need a couple sleeves of powdered donuts? Well, I figure that's how many is in a bag. Yeah. Probably two sleeves. I haven't finished the whole bag yet, but I'm definitely on my way. I like that you're doing it mid podcast. <laughs> Hope the mic doesn't pick that up. I was hungry. Oh, good. You're talking while eating. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Isn't that ASMR? People are into that? Yeah, I don't know if it's the smacking of a person eating donuts, but... Was it that bad? I thought I was really gently eating it. Yeah, I think you're, you're doing okay. Okay. But we're in dangerous waters. I put it down. I'm the not going to keep eating them. You yeah. put it down? Well, I mean, I <laughs> ate the donut, but I put the bag of remaining donuts got on it, the ground. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Now, what I think is going to be interesting in the background is if you can hear our six-month-old, our toddler, toddler <laughs> our six-month-old shaking what his mama gave him. Uh, which is which a, is a bunny rattle. Yeah, it's it's got a gentle bell in it. But yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. We'll see how good these mics are. <laughs> oh wow, oh. he's really we're really testing the waters. Yeah, he. If if you can't hear the bell, you might hear him. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, okay, so it is Wednesday. Wednesday. Bum bum bum. Yeah. Not actually. No. I mean, like, if this is the we day record that it this ahead out. of time. I'm trying to find my way to knowing what things I like and don't like. I have no idea what I like and don't like. Well, and here's the thing about it. it's not so much that I want to figure out things I don't like. It's that I want to be more connected with the things that truly like bring me a deep sense of joy. Yeah. Or excitement. I gotta Does say, that make sense? Yeah. No, that sounds great. Sounds great. Well, like, think about it. When you're in, like, a thrift store, Uh there are objects that you pick up that just connect with you more than others, correct? Sure, sure. I want to be more connected with that in my day-to-day life. That's fair. I, uh, ooh, deep sense of joy. That, uh, I understand the concept. I'm not sure I, uh... You know what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Because I feel like... And maybe everybody feels this way a little bit, but I've been so chronically online during my adult life that I have let trends impact what I fill my home with, what I fill my library with. Mm -hmm. So many of those things, like if a large group of people likes it, I'm like, oh, I probably like it too. And while that is true sometimes, like I love Starbucks. I do. Yeah. But I think that I have maybe not picked up other things that really do it for me because they weren't the relevant topic. Not that I'm necessarily purposefully avoiding them for that. Like, it's not like an intentional thought out sure. thing. Sure. You're subconsciously becoming basic. No. No? That's not Wrong. necessarily what I mean. I mean, sure. But I, I think at the root of it, maybe I am just a little bit basic. Sure. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You're just trying to, you know, you're, you're looking introspectively. You're trying to figure out who you are. Right. Not who... Well, I've been thinking about a lot because Matt and I are really diving in on decorating our house. We're going to have a lot of content kind of around us. We're going to start painting. We're starting to get artwork up. We're starting to order 
pillows and I have some stuff that I want to build out throughout the house. I'm trying to get this house like done. Like a well-oiled machine. More done. Dunner. Dunner. <laughs> Word of the week. Word of the week. Dunner. Dunner. We just want her to get dunner. Yeah. But with the concept of getting the house done, I'm just considering a lot more what we're putting into it and things like that. So Gotcha. But I really want to fill the house with things that speak to me. Like I, I know that I have a painting sitting on our dresser that my grandmother painted. And I mm-hmm. want to figure out how I can work that in with other items that I picked not because of like I want it to end up looking aesthetic, but I want it to look like I collected the things still. Gotcha. Yeah. You want it to reflect you as a person. Right. And I like if that means it's not perfectly pretty, I'm not perfectly pretty either. <laughs> so I think that's valid, you know? Yeah. 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 But that requires a little bit of a, not a little bit, a lot of it of introspection and really figuring out what that looks like. But you know how you enter some people's homes and it just feels like them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I want people to feel when they come here. And you're worried that people walk in and if it feels like us, they're like, oh, these are just the plainest, whitest people in the world. I don't have a problem with that. And <laughs> like, the, whatever. I don't really, it's not necessarily, I don't know. I'm not trying to make them think something specific. I just gotcha. want it to feel like me. Yeah. You want it. Okay. Okay. You want it to experience I feel yourself. like you're not following me. Well, I feel, uh, maybe. Or I actually low-key think you're making fun of me. I feel like I, I, this is mm. how I was in high school. Okay. I feel like what's happening right now is you're doing the thing where you're making fun of me and I don't know it. No, that does happen. That's that I'm guilty as charged many, many times. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm kind of trying to break it down so that I feel like I have a concise idea of what you're talking about. I don't know. Anyway, I've now left the chat. Yeah, you're over it. Yeah. Well, and I guess I'll kind of update people. This week, my dad came. Well, we went to a wedding this yep. weekend. It was great. Traveled to the beautiful state of Minnesota, 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 <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, and we were at White Bear Lake. Is that correct? Yeah. In Minnesota. And it was absolutely glorious weather. It was oh my so gorgeous. It's one of the couple months a year that Minnesota tricks you into living there because the weather is amazing, especially when you're used to upper 90s, 100 humidity. Well, and since we both have family there, I think we may start making a yearly trip. We really should. It's the time to go. Don't there's like eight months of winter. That's not ideal. No. And it's cold, like real, real cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the summer is delightful. It was really fun. Matt's cousin got married. Yep. It was a beautiful wedding. We had a lot of fun. We danced, the kids danced. Yeah. Guardy was a flower girl. Yeah, she was a fan she did a fantastic job. We never talked about that. She did a great job. Yeah. Like she, she did go down most of the eye with her finger in her nose but it's entertaining it was more on her nose than in her nose yeah for a good portion of it yeah she she got like a halfway down and just had her hand up and then it's not deep in her nose she's not digging for anything it's like a comfort thing she's yeah. just got her finger like <laughs> here yeah it's cute it's real cute it is cute but her and her cousins held hands as they walked down the aisle and it was pretty precious they did great i would have bet against all three of them making it down the aisle they made it all down the aisle same speed too yeah they they just hung out together did a perfect little job they didn't actually have to throw petals or anything so that was good and she even wore her crown down the aisle she did took it off immediately i was shocked because when i was up there getting ready i she was like no i don't want it 
I don't want it. I don't want it. And I was like, okay. So no crown. And I was like, well, can you hold it? She said, no. So I gave it to Lane. Yeah. Who is her cousin. And they, she had a flower crown on her head and was holding one. But I guess the planner, someone, I don't know. They had the mom's exit to see if they performed better without us there. And I think 100% they did. Yeah. Yeah. Felt the pressure of nobody they knew standing around them. Yeah. There is something to that, that kids really do respond to. For one, I think kids really respond to having one authority in a situation. If they know there's two or three people that are in charge, I think they have a tendency to try to see how Test far the they limits. can. Yeah, what, who, who will let them do what and if everybody's a united front or not and who's going to cave. Mm-hmm. I think there's a tendency to really explore their boundaries. Yeah, um, so if there's one person that they don't know really well, you know, safe environment clearly, that is in a position of authority, then yeah, they're like, all right, cool. This person is telling me what to do. Got it. That's why kids are like good at school and not at home. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was great. They did great. It was really fun. We got dressed up. Yeah. Matt forgot his clothes again. Okay. And I want to talk on that. Okay. I, well, no, I don't want to talk on you forgetting your clothes. (laughs) That's not my point or where I'm going with this. Got it. Um, that's here nor there. What happened was he forgot that we had to go to the rehearsal dinner because we weren't actually like in the wedding but G was in the wedding. And mm-hmm. so I don't think it was front of mind for you that you were packing for a rehearsal dinner. Yeah. My brain was just like, okay, wedding. we're going to a wedding. Yeah. And so you brought everything for the wedding and it worked out fine. You had plenty of, cl- it was no problem. I brought two shirts. I brought a pair of pants. Like yeah. I, I had an outfit. It wasn't an issue, but I posted on TikTok that you had forgotten your outfit for the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And there were multiple comments saying like, Joe, did, did this not happen before? Have we heard this story before? And I'm like, yeah. And all kinds, not all kinds of people, just a handful of people responded and said, well, why don't you pack for him? Or why don't you remind him? Or why don't you do this? And I'd like to take a firm stance right now. Because you don't want to. That's not my job. No, I don't, I don't expect you to. Either. And I responded back to them. It like irritated me. Not necessarily deeply, You also don't but like ever pick my clothes. No, it's, you are a th- fully capable individual i'm a big boy and i am not like the thing is for me if you're not capable of checking what events we have it like if you would have asked me is there a rehearsal dinner i need to pack for friday it's not like i would have been like i don't know you find out like i would have told you you're an adult but when you look at me and go so what do i need to pack for this weekend absolutely (laughs) not i like it is not my job to do that for you sure Sure. Now, if you ask me to do it for you for X, Y, Z reason, mm-hmm. there are exceptions to this. But no, Which not my job. Do. I would but never ask you to pack my bag for me. I know. But isn't that so interesting? So many people were like, oh, yeah. your job. Why aren't you doing better? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's just a... Uh, I think we've had long talks about uh, gender norms and... You know, I can't fathom division of labor. Fathom packing your bag for you. Yeah, part of it is because I'm very picky, and three quarters of my closet right now I don't. I think tons really of enjoy. men are really particular and still expect their wives to do it. Well, that's probably true too. They just expect them to do it correctly. Hmm. Now oh, that's that's concerning. Yeah, I again to be honest, I don't trust you to pack a bag for no, me. No, I'd be terrible. <laughs> You'd hate the outfits I put together. You do not like the way I style you. That is true. That is true. How would you describe you styling me? Um. 
I don't know. I can't think of any. Pick, pick some articles of clothing that you are fond of that I don't enjoy. Uh, Henley's. Henley's. Okay, part of it is you'd like to style me in clothes that are too small. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm literally like a stereotypical dude. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to put me in, in like skimpy outfits, <laughs> but the equivalent for guys. She's trying to, yeah, just the sluttiest thing it? she can find. <laughs> <laughs> the sluttiest man clothes. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. No, I'm not. You look great. Yeah, except if I don't feel like I look great. And then I have he to wear it. I'm like the entire oh, day. Yikes! That's why I don't dress you. Yeah. But you look fantastic. Yeah, I have body image issues, so it's not ideal for me to be in tight, revealing clothing. It's not like I'm. <laughs> you're acting <laughs> like I'm putting you in a body con short dress. Short shorts. <laughs> you put yourself in short shorts. I do love short shorts. I have great legs. It's the upper half I'm not confident in. Oh, uh... <laughs> that's gonna turn into a clip. <laughs> I have great legs. That's funny. I do. Uh, I could lose every... I, I'd have to get below like 9% body fat. To feel confident? No. To have like... <laughs> I, I keep all of my weight in Anybody my Anybody who thinks the statement, when I, then I, is wrong. Like when I'm below 9%, I will feel confident. You weren't saying that. No. You just stated you weren't saying mm-hmm. that. But I'm like, that's not real. Yeah. No, if no, you no. hate yourself uh, fluffy, you hate yourself skinny. <laughs> yes. Again, <laughs> I'm aware that you. it's a body dysmorphia issue more so than a how I actually yeah, look you in real life. You cute. Thank you. I like you in that hat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm wearing the hat to cover my hair. Oh. Because it's a mess. It's a I mess cu- up there. Oh. You I, cut my hair. I cut Matt's hair this week. Yeah. I mean, just not, a, a not brief much. little trimmy trim. Just two, three inches off the ends because the ends were a ride i still need to go and have somebody actually you need to have it professionally done thinned out and cleaned up and shaped yep but you you did a little to to give it a little shape and to take the extra fried ends off i feel like it worked pretty well yeah that did, did solid job it had some really pretty curl to it the next day i have decided i think matt's curls are a lot tighter than he thinks okay i think that if they're professionally cared for and you learn how to care for them you're going to find your curl patterns actually much smaller Really? Okay. Yeah, because I think like when you get a really well-structured curl that's been cared for, it's a pretty tight curl, but you mm. press down and like brush through your hair so much, you just like, you've broken it of its will to live. Perfect. Just how I like it. Yeah. That sounds very negative. Well, I don't, it is negative, I yeah. guess. You are super just... Negative? No. No, no. <laughs> I was going to say jealous of my hair. So jealous. Yeah. I All you want to be is just a curly-headed curly girl. So bad. I when my hair is curly curly, mm-hmm. like when I have curled it in tight curls like with rods and stuff. Yeah. I feel the most like my true authentic self. You had a perm. I had a perm. Yeah. Recently, like, not, you know. Yeah, not as a child, like not in 20 my years 20s. Ago. <laughs> uh I had a perm and I yeah. I remember that. It was a whole ordeal, too, because your stylist was like, hey, uh, it's not real good for People your hair. People won't do perms, and I have very tough hair. Mm-hmm. I do. Just yeah. in a general sense, I can do about anything to it, and it doesn't really change the health of my hair that much, although yeah. postpartum, I have had some hair falling out. Um, but generally speaking, 
Yeah, my hair is pretty tough, so it handled a perm like a champ. Yeah, you but had to. You had a whole regiment people. To, well, because I had to do curly hair, like I had to style it. No, I'm saying that you had to. Like, I feel like your stylist made you do a bunch oh, of stuff yeah. beforehand and yes. after. Yes, to make sure my hair didn't fall She's out. Like, if I'm gonna perm your hair, you need to do X Y Z for a it long time. So much. Yeah, it was so sad. Yeah, you you loved it a lot. I know. You look good. Just I know. That's what you're going for, to yeah. give an idea. She's going for, what was it, the 80s? 80s style 100%. perms? 100%. Yeah. I don't think there's anything better. Curly, curly, curly. Like, I, I think that's peak hair. Which I think you're saying I have. People with curly hair are better. Got it. Period. Mm-hmm. At As somebody hair? whose hair is, this is air dried, if you're watching on <laughs> YouTube. Like, my hair could not lack shape more. Yeah. It couldn't. It is straight. It's voluminous. It is voluminous and straight as a board. Which is interesting. It's it quite the combo. It is interesting. Yeah. Whereas if I air dry mine. Uh, it is like a lion's mane. Yeah. Sometimes not in a you great look like way. You like Maui from Moana. <laughs> Actually not the worst comp. Not quite as big or tan. I don't know. But Put you in a smaller shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Tat it up. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about tattoos a lot lately, too. We have. We have. Still don't know what I'm going to do in that category. Yeah. I want them, but I have commitment issues. And I also don't want to, like, start with it was one. But I don't want a him. huge piece. Yeah. So I feel like I'm going to have to go in with, like, 25 little ones that 25 I want. 25 so dramatic. I think you could get, know. like, four or five, and it would be an okay start. Okay. I'm kind of imagining that I just, like, go all in. And, all like, or nothing. A short period of time. Yeah. Whatever they recommend. Again, I'm all for the expert opinions. Yeah. We go most places with experts and go, do whatever you're going to do. We yeah. trust you. 100%. And you get better results that way. It's just a fact. Yeah. Because. You're not wrong. Yeah. They know what's up. They because do. they do it all the time. Well, and we're in our 30s now, so it feels like it's a good time to start getting tattoos. Our, our yeah, I have frontal two kids. lobes are developed. Yeah. Yeah. Two kids and. I feel like it's a style choice. Yeah. It'll be good to have pictures before, you know. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. 31. I didn't have any tattoos. Isn't that wild? Yeah. But I don't know what I want. Are you going to get our kids on you somehow? Uh, I'll get something affiliated. I'm not getting any portraits. No, I I didn't mean a portrait (laughs) or like, but I was just wondering if you were going to do like a child inspired. Maybe the first time Gardy writes her name. Get it in that, that font. That would be a very SoundCloud rapper yeah, style I like tattoo. That. I like that. That is kind of my idea, though. Like, I want more of a sticker sleeve. Yeah. We we had a friend we were talking with tattoos recently, and we couldn't be on more different waves when it comes to tattoos. He wants, like, giant, dark art pieces. And I'm like, I want, like, small things, but, like, a bunch of them that kind of come together as a sleeve. But, like, I want it to look... Like half of them were just a random idea that I had. Were my toddler. <laughs> because if I have enough different ones, I feel like I'm not tied down to one thing. Yeah, I agree. If I get like a giant clock that turns into a lion that turns into a pirate ship and it's like 75% black, uh, I feel like in 10 years I'm going to be like, wow, I wish I had done this differently or that differently. And if I have a, enough varied options, I can be like, that's fine. Yeah. But that's a commitment issue. Yeah, I hear you. But yeah, he's a... Oh, just as a note, Matt nor I have any tattoos. No. Because I feel like somebody's going to ask that if we already have any. Yeah, we don't. No, this is just purely hypothetical. 
we're surrounded by a lot of tattooed people. Your whole Pinterest is now pictures I, of tattoos. I am getting fed hardcore tattoos. You're not, not even looking for hardcore you. Hardcore tattoos, but like a lot of tattoos yeah. on Pinterest. Yeah, it's been a lot of men. It's hot dudes. It's hot dudes with tattoos. Yeah, it is. Because I think I'm telling you're you, even I... more into it. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to listen to this and it's just me dressing Matt in slutty clothes and asking him to get tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, using me like a Ken doll. <laughs> I'm just Topical Ken. Reference. I haven't da, seen da, it. Da, da, da. Don't spoil it. We need to <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to go see it. I think you'd really like it. Probably. Uh, I like Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He did a really good job. I'm like, guessing he's just been like, is he just funny the whole movie? Yeah. Perfect. He's That's great. what I want. Anyway. Yeah. You, uh, I'm kind of a dress up doll to you. Not really. Again, you don't choose I my clothes. I was about to say, I don't do but any of that. But if you did, if you did. What you're describing is what choices I would make if that was our relationship. Mm-hmm. But it is not our relationship. That is Just true. because you know what I like or what I'm interested in does not like mean anything. Yeah. I have no idea. Here's the thing. Here's the difference. Couldn't tell you if Matt were to dress me, what he would pick. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Like none. <laughs> And, uh, like, tattoos? Nope. Anything about me that Matt would be, like, inter- Nope. No idea. I'm, a, you know, I'm just open to anything. That's not what that means. No? No. no what's it mean? It means you don't think about it. Well, I just, you know, I want to embrace who you are. Un- unencumbered by my opinion. Uh-huh. Keep that going. sounds good, right? No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds good, but to me it doesn't because... I think it's just very eloquently put, but yeah, I, it doesn't it, mean You know what? Lot. You're not wrong. It was very eloquently put, Thank and it's you. bullshit. Thank you. Keep Nope. Compliments. It's beautiful bullshit. Thank you. You're welcome. I will choose to take that as a compliment. Great. You're one of the best bullshitters I know. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That is a skill it that is. I've honed over years. You're fantastic. Yeah. You're also really good at making everyone else around you um <laughs> okay that wasn't gonna wait come out how it. i wanted wait it for to. It. oh okay I'm, she pivoted I'm, I'm pivoting uh you're really good at making sure that you are not to blame for anything <laughs> i'm a limited liability person yeah yeah you're fa- like you would have made a great lawyer i think i think so too kind but of you skipped you it. Know how much readings involved though you you do all kinds of reading. This is the ridiculous thing. Okay. Matt acts like he doesn't read, and yet he spends like all his time reading stats and Reddit articles. Yeah. That's, that's reading, Matt. I do a fair amount of that. Those are words that you're taking in through your brain. And I, reading. I'm more of a researcher than a reader. Right. And I think that's a lot of being a lawyer. Got I don't it. think it's like, you know? Yeah, I guess I don't have a great picture of what being a lawyer is. <laughs> yeah. I don't either. It I'm not required one. required law school, though. And uh, you would have totally... more school was not ideal for me. No. I was not going to make it through another two years of school. I think that's true. But I think that's true. We made it. We got that engineering degree. I love it. Learned how to bullshit. Uh, bad dad, mean mom. Bad dad, mean mom. I think that we get a big stamp of approval this week. I think we've done solid. I do too. We did, we did have awesome. a rough go at the hotel that one night. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I would say our bad dad mean mom is just disrupting sleep schedules this summer. Like we've done a lot of traveling and mean mom may have scheduled a little bit too much road time and just being away. Yeah, well, it's I think it's really important to have 
boundaries structure. that your kids understand and structure. And when you're in a hotel, some of that just has to fall by the wayside because they're going to push against it. And right. when they scream at home, you can manage it. It's really different when they're screaming in a hotel. What I will say is the people in the room next to us had a big old dog and they walked out at the same time as I did mm-hmm. uh, one of the days and I made a, a comment and they laughed and were like, oh, it's all good. And I was like, okay, well, at least they were nice. It wasn't terrible. It must not yeah. have kept them up too long. Yeah. Or woken them up too badly. I think that's one of the most panicking things as a parent, like whether you're on a plane or in a hotel or whatever it is, it's just like yeah. kids don't regulate the same way that adults do. So when those experiences are happening, you feel so helpless because you want to help your child like regulate and get through what they're experiencing and you yeah. know that they're having a hard time, but you don't want to inconvenience everyone around you, but you also... Like there's not a fast way to have a toddler regulate. You want it now. You're like, Hey, Hey, I really want to help you regulate. But if you could regulate in the next 15 seconds, that would be fantastic because everyone is looking at us. And so it takes a lot of like mental fortitude to be like, all right. Yeah. You do have to walk a very delicate line of like, are we going to work through it here? Or are we going to run out of the room with you and work on it somewhere else and find a quieter place to work on this? Because Yeah. yeah, there is a, it's a whole whole thing. But we made it. We made it through. We got back home. We're working on our routines again, building it all back up. Yeah. So. And we're home for a long time now. Yeah. Which is great. Also, I know that we were going into Bad Dad, Mean Mom, and we're about to go into Greg's Reads of the Week. But I wanted to note, highlight Greg a little bit because he came to town for a night, and both him and my mom. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he made us these absolutely beautiful record oh, yeah. holders for our They're house. Awesome. And he only had enough scrapbook to make five of them. And I'm hoping he's listening to this. And I'm hoping that if he has more scrap wood through other projects, he's going to make us some more because I am obsessed. And I really want to do like a wall of like eight or 10 of them in our room. And I want to have them around the house. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really excited about them. Yeah. We may have to come up with an easier design of some variety. No. Seems like they're a whole process. I love my design. Well, the design right now is good. I think a different way to achieve the design is more what I'm saying. But no, I like no, it. No, you like it as is? Yeah, I really do. Okay, I was trying to spare him a little bit, but... I know. He's amazing. Well, he is. He did a great job. I love them. Okay. No one's, no one's... Greg's Reads of the Week. Uh, right. Give us an intro on Greg. Greg, 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 Greg. We've been Greg. talking about Greg. Greg is your dad, my father-in-law. And he's a, he's a reader. He reads a lot of articles, reads a lot of news. Maybe people in your life also read a lot of news. We don't. So he tries to keep us up to date on the news that he feels is important and relevant to our lives. And then we rate those articles publicly on a podcast on how much anxiety the article titles give us. And he does listen to our podcast, so I do feel like this is influenced to a degree what he sends us. But he still, he still sends some that really get the... Uh, the heart racing. Yeah, I agree. So, Greg, maybe you can Greg. relate. Okay, scale of zero to five. Uh, first headline is my mom's ingenious decluttering trick clears messes in a week. Mm. Three, because it reminds me of all the decluttering we need to do. Yeah, I would say, you know, I find it both helpful and I appreciate the article, but like a three and a half because I am sensitive and I take it as criticism for the clutter in my house, which I do deserve, but don't want. There is clutter for sure. Yes. For sure. Also, some of it is like, I don't, 
I'm not confused as to how to do it. I just need the will to do it. Right. It's like, yes, I know how to declutter it. It's pick it all up and clean it and put it away. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to. Uh, number two. Do you fall in America's lower, middle, or upper class? Here's how your income stacks up in the U.S. economics class system. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, three and a half to four? Yeah, I didn't even read it. I don't like class system. I don't like having to worry about where I fall in it. I don't like what it means or how people are compared. I don't. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. it I, I understand why he sent it. Um, There's probably good information in there. Yeah, uh, but it was a no for me. I'm going to give it like a four out of five. Yeah, that's that's where I'm falling. I, uh, I don't know. Just not my thing. Not my thing. Not my monkeys. Not my circus. Right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's the phrase. Okay. Uh, all right. Company develops remarkable technology that uses the power of waves to turn salt water into clean, drinkable, fresh water. Well, that sounds cool. Zero out of five. Yeah, no anxiety This there. was joyful. Thank you for sending this read, Greg. Yeah, any, any way we can get more fresh water is probably good. Yeah, I like I thought that was cool. Desalination takes a ton of energy, so. Yeah. Okay, last one. Why every gardener should know about the three-hour gardening rule. Professionals offer this warning. Uh, I don't like warning. That's concerning. Yeah, same. I don't either. A I two, maybe? Because it's gardening related, so I don't... It's probably not, like, life-altering, but... Yeah. What uh, what can you tell us what the tip is? Uh, it it's about not being out in your garden between the highest UV hours. Oh, between gotcha. eleven and two because it's like really bad for you. It's also super hot. Yeah, it's how people get like skin cancer and yeah. all that stuff Heat is because they do a lot of those activities in times that the UV is really high. Yeah, makes sense. Well, a lot of people are doing it on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. So. Again, I thought it was very relevant, but it did, I would say, like a two and a half out of five for me. Yeah, again, warning. Always a good place to, to ratchet up a, a, a number or two in the, the anxiety scale. I uh, I don't know. Skin cancer is scary. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it either. Prefer- I don't want any kind of cancer, preferably. Ideally, I'd like to never world. get sick again. Yeah, these are all good ideas. Okay. Why don't we do this? I don't know. <laughs> We're full of good ideas. If you can tell us how to never get sick or get cancer, let us know. Shoot us a voicemail, email. Yeah. That'd be great. Today we're going to email it, but do you have a word of the week before we email it? Oh, I th- you know, I didn't do a lot of word of the weeking today. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a disappointment, you know. Disappointment boy? Yeah. That's, boy? That's a, it's a lifestyle for me. I've okay. committed to it. I like but, it. But you know who's not a disappointment? All the people who send us emails. That's good. Or voicemails. We're not going to do a word of the week. We're just skipping it entirely. You know what? I'll talk about the word of the week that has continued Mm. to have an impact. Okay. Akimbo. It's still going. Those of you that DM me and tell me when you've spotted Akimbo in your books and your articles, thank you. It makes (laughs) me so happy. Truly. I've gotten all kinds of DMs. It's pictures of people's book pages about limbs going akimbo. Yeah. And that has really stuck with me. That's that's great. Yeah. What are you, are you emailing us? I'm looking through emails. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Get us started. Let's get started. Hi, Matt and Joe. I love the pod and I've been a dedicated listener for some time now. I really enjoy your casual banter and comfortable communication style with one another. 
It very much reminds me of my boyfriend and I's relationship and communication style, which is so comforting and keeps me coming back for more every episode. I wanted to ask something I don't feel you guys have touched on yet, intimacy. How do you guys manage physical and emotional intimacy at this point in your relationship, 10 plus years? How long have we been together at this point? I always feel complicated answering that question because we did break up, but our first date was in 2009. Yeah. We're sneaking up on like, we've been together longer than we haven't. Yeah. And that's including a bunch of time when we were like tiny children that weren't in relationships. In our adult lives, um, (laughs) we've been together. (laughs) Yes. The majority of our adult lives have been spent together. Yes. Uh, And around kids and other responsibilities beyond the 10 years. Okay. We should do a whole episode on this because I think it would be really interesting, but my parents can't listen to it. (laughs) Uh, You're going to unsubscribe them on their like phones I'm just going to let them know they can't. It's not even that they would be uncomfortable. It's that I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. You don't like the idea of them listening to it. Yeah. I get that. That I think they would be fine. Yeah. I don't think anything weird would happen. Just. (laughs) But that's immediately as I, my my hands are immediately like sweating. I'm like, what I was going to say in this is we're a really interesting couple Mm -hmm. and I think this is a very normal dynamic but I feel like it's more often women are more your way and men are more often my way yeah like we do have reversed like what the gender norms would be, or at least yeah. the, I don't even know if it is actually, but it's I kind of either. the, um, it's not necessarily, the assumed, right. That's, the that's what I want to communicate. Norms. Cause I don't think it's necessarily uncommon that yeah. it is, but it's not what's talked about. But for me, I don't have a lot of, um, connection between my emotional relationship and my intimate relationship. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't overlap for me. No. I mean, no. they do, but like not, not much. Yeah, and my emotional space is definitely tied a lot more than yours would be. A hun- like it's a hundred percent tied. They're, they are yeah. one in the same. Yeah, exactly. Don't you think? For sure. For sure. Like, which so is- if I'm not in a good emotional space, I'm not in a good intimate space. Right, and uh, that has been really interesting for yeah. me because. And I, the thing is, it's been really good for me because I talk to a lot of my girlfriends and a lot of them are more like you and they, mm-hmm. they speak about their intimate relationships with their husbands and their sex lives. And they'll, they'll talk about how they're not feeling connected. And so it makes it hard for them to be excited about their sex life. And I think that's fascinating because <laughs> they're not, you know, yeah, yeah but yeah. that's more how you are. Yeah, for sure. So like if I get upset with Matt about something like, let's say at like eight o'clock, I'm like, Matt, you said you were going to do the dishes and you didn't like, what the hell later that <laughs> night you'll be like, no, I'm still, I'm still irritated about the dishes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. I don't change my headspace. Like you're very much, you can move one to the other. You also just don't think like take things as personally as I do. That's true. I have very delicate feelers that I am <laughs> working Matt's on. like a delicate fluttering yeah, butterfly. <laughs> Working on becoming less uh, personally offended by everything in our life. Well, what's interesting is something that's very different about us is I have a tendency to take things very personally from people outside of my circle, but within like my close relationships, I rarely take things personally. Unless it's from me. I don't think I take things personally from you. I think you, like you think that you would take it personally. 
Fair. And so then you're like, I can tell you feel like this. And I'm like, it happened last night. It sure. literally happened last night. What, sure. what was it? Uh, you showed me a video that was... No, no, no. Oh, After okay. that, though. After that, uh, that's what started the whole conversation. Uh-huh. But then we were... I asked you to hand me something. I don't... What happened once we got in bed? Oh, I I tried to use an example of something that I thought would offend you. And you were like, no, wouldn't bother me. Oh, okay. I don't have any of this right. I don't... Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, last night, Matt like thought I was upset with him. And I didn't even know that that yeah. was even a relevant part of the conversation. Because what happened was I had shown Matt a video that I had thought was light and funny. Like, that's how I had taken it. But it was a video making fun of one of Matt's bad habits. Not even making fun of. It was just, like, people with ADHD are messy. (laughs) Okay. And it was just, like, that was where the video ended. I mean, it was much longer than that. And it went into very much, like, the details and the pile system that they use and how it doesn't work for you or for them. And I was like cool it made me giggle yeah I, like I this, it... you came over and you're like this is you and i was like yes uh i did not I'm mean sorry any offense by it but uh-huh. then when he got offended and it hurt his feelings i felt very badly because i could put myself in his shoes and understand like it is not how i intended it but it wasn't really relevant because the intention is not the yeah. impact and the impact very much hurt his feelings so i felt badly that i had hurt his feelings And so I kind of went off and did my own thing and I don't know what else happened, but something else happened. And however I responded to you, you thought I was upset with you and I wasn't, I just still felt badly that I'd hurt his feelings. Yeah. And Matt was like, see, you're upset with me that my feelings were hurt. I was like, I'm not upset with you. Not in the slightest. It's totally valid. Your feelings were hurt, but like you very much assume how I feel. Yeah. I try to read three steps ahead on body language and everything else and. Most of the time, you're not communicating via that at all. Well, it's not that I don't, but I I just think that sometimes you ramp it up a little. Yeah, I do uh, take it very, very seriously. Because it would have really hurt. Like, it would have been that way for you. Mm -hmm. Like, you would have been upset. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? And I'm the focus of my life. Yes. Everything in my life is focused through how I would handle it. Right. Because I'm the most important. Right. You are. Absolutely. You are to me. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so there was more. Okay, sorry. So how do you guys manage physical and emotional intimacy? We kind of talked about that, right? Yeah. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years and always try to keep each other and intimacy a priority. But with life, our dog, and different love languages, there are always challenges. I would love to hear your takes. Thanks. I... Do you feel like, okay, I know people talk about this a lot, um, talking about how like they get into a roommate phase with their spouse or Mm -hmm. where they lack intimacy in their relationship. Do you feel like you've experienced that? I feel like you've been there. Really? Or you feel the lack of it at the very least. Yeah, but I also feel like I have unrealistic expectations of (laughs) like, you know, Uh what an intimate relationship could be. Sure. Yeah. Do you know it's what I mean? The, yeah, it's on the high end for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's unrealistic. You've sometimes. got lofty goals. Yeah, like I think that <laughs> this is so funny. I like I don't know. I don't know that I've ever been through an extended season that feels um for us it usually boils 
down to lacking an emotional connection, not, yeah. uh, not the kids, not the dogs, not the job, not the... Yeah. I mean, Does I think those sense? things can contribute to those feelings like right. individually, but yes. at the, the core of it, it is typically that um, emotionally there's something lacking relationship wise usually something you can work on and like as a lot of times just communicating it will help well and prioritizing time just the two of you so date nights which matt and i kind of touched on (laughs) last (laughs) week that we're not doing a great job with that uh but even if it is like i think something you and i are absolutely phenomenal at Uh is we spend at least 30 minutes every single day just the two of us without the kids like when the kids are asleep or whatever it is talking to each other no devices, no distractions, mm-hmm. like talking to each other. Uh, and I know that that doesn't seem like a lot of time, but just that touch base that's always there no matter what, I, I think really helps us in that capacity. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's hard to come up with 30 minutes of things to talk about if you're me. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, I yeah, absolutely. So I think it, I, I think a lot of it does relate back to where people are at emotionally and again communicating it just communicating some of it or like putting it on the table of like what people's expectations are what people's grievances are just getting it out there can help clear up like why things are happening and then you can kind of work to address it and sometimes it just feels good like hey this is something that's going on with me who knows but it's communication the answer to like every single voicemail and email like probably boils down to communication but it has to really be reiterated right i think it's really important though to really enact things within your day-to-day that foster that emotional relationship and i think it's really easy to let that slip quickly Mm -hmm. uh just because if it is your person you have that unconditional relationship where you know that they're going to love and understand they're the first person that you let kind of drop off when you feel stressed And I think those are actually times when you need to lean in more to your relationship and ensure that you are connecting and communicating. Yeah. Otherwise you don't get that support the same way. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the person you typically feel safe with. And so sometimes that looks a lot like checking out or like, that's the first person like I I know for myself, the very least, uh, I can take the like relationship which we have a healthy relationship for the most part, but I will go, okay, like that's going to be okay. I need to focus on these other things and that can always cause issues for sure. Right. And you have to be checking back in. Do you have any notes of relevance that you want to leave them with? No, no, I think, I think I've covered my, my thoughts on that. Okay. Love it. We'll save it for the the intimacy episode. We should do an episode like that. We could do an open Q&A and people just ask questions. Yeah. uh, We'll just title it like, Greg, don't listen to this. (laughs) Don't let our family listen to this. So. Oh, it really doesn't bother me that much as long as it doesn't bother me that much. (laughs) It just doesn't. But it is the first thing I think about. I think that's one of the weirdest parts about creating content online is I'm not necessarily, it's not embarrassment. It's not anything like that. And I I feel like having open dialogue surrounding this stuff really helps a lot of people. And I really, I'm not shy. I don't mind talking about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't ever want to put family in a compromising situation where it's something they wouldn't want to hear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like a, 
it's not about me and my embarrassment. It's about, I feel like that they could feel. Sure. You know, it's a little bit about me and my embarrassment. That's okay. For, for me. You're my family. But yes. Well, we don't have to do an episode about it. <laughs> no, it's probably a, probably a valid, valid topic that we can okay. cover. Yeah, it's up to you. But I, we should probably gather some like. I guess I didn't ask you before I said that, thoughts which it. I should have. I'm much more comfortable. Yes, the communication. Yeah. See, look at that, guys. It's communication in action. Yes. Live. Communication. Live on the podcast. Station. Okay, so we only have the one email. Yeah. Guys, email us. Yeah, we do read them. Yeah, leave us voicemails. It's funny because it, week to week, <laughs> one week we'll have like seven voicemails. Yeah. And then we'll have none. Yeah, that's true. So I'm just going to sit here and beg for them. Yeah. Beg for it. Um. Otherwise, Joe's going to fill it in with singing. And so. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. That's. Uh, <laughs> It's that's how I'm dire dying. it is. That's urgent. I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh no. She's dying. Mm. <coughs> oh wow. Right right into the mic. Sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Um anything else? I feel like this week was short. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like short weeks. Does that mean I I felt like we were vibing. Yeah, we were really going there on the voicemail, I think. Yeah. Hit our stride. Hit our stride. We were vibing and now it's just going to end like that. That doesn't feel right. Anticlimactic. Yeah. Do you have anything uh, exciting you want to share? Of the week? You could. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that you need to feel the need to do that. I mean, we're, if we're just filling time. Ba-da. No. The nice part about being done, I'm going to get to eat my donuts. Mm-hmm. So I am happy about that. I'm trying to see if there's anything on this bag that I don't know what it means. You could teach me about it. Mm. What about uh, that word? Ferris? Uh-huh. What does that mean? Ferris uh, has to do with iron. Oh. Yeah. What? What's Ferris what? Sulfate. Ferris sulfate. Or reduced iron. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ferris usually means containing iron. Oh. Yeah. How do you know that? <laughs> I... I got a chemical engineering degree. Oh, that's why? Yeah. Yeah, that's we talked really about relevant. iron sometimes. Yeah, because like we learned about like corrosion and rust and all kinds of stuff. So Okay. That can be our word of the week, Ferris. Ferris. Yeah. F-E-R-R-O-U-S. Ferris. Yep. How would I use that? <laughs> I wouldn't. Like uh, steel is a ferrous metal. Okay, but how could I use it in my day-to-day life? <laughs> Are you talking about metals a lot? Uh, Maybe. Like uh, rust is a ferrous material. Okay. I don't. I, again, it's not a usually. Like if a I was casual... talking about my, <laughs> if I was talking <laughs> about my rain chains, is uh-huh. the word ferrous going to be relevant? Uh, my rain they, chains uh, aren't very. Ferrous. I was going to say. Um, I'm trying to think. They are copper, uh-huh. so not. My ferrous. rain chains aren't ferrous at all. No. So it's not no, going to be unless it's copper plated steel. Okay. Or iron. Then the center of them is ferrous? Like wrought iron. Yeah. Then the center material would be ferrous. Okay. Again, it also has to do with like a lot of times people talk about it like relating to magnets. Oh. Because ferrous materials are usually magnetic. You guys, Matt's really into magnets. Magnets are sick, man. But I don't totally understand how they work. I learned how they worked and it still didn't make sense to me. (laughs) I like listening to you talk about them because you get really into it. Like you get really passionate about it. Really? Yeah. I don't feel like I talk about magnets ever. Yeah, but when you got those big magnets, oh, like you really, you yeah. spent a couple of days where you really talked about magnets. I did build, I, I bought 
a really strong scary magnet and it was pretty cool yeah but it can't be anywhere near your dad and that scares me that we even own it that is true he does have a pacemaker now so he can't hang out by the big scary magnet yeah i guess that's bad yeah yeah because if it it's like doing its job to keep your heart going and then you like mess that up it's not good for for the old heart oh well on that note yeah good job sourcing the word of the week thank you should we just have you bring in words that you don't know? We could, yeah. Yeah, that's, that'd be a good one. I read a lot. You do read a <laughs> so lot. So there are a lot of words I don't know. Big opportunity here. Yeah. I yeah. can start doing that. I'll make a list. I do feel like you're more engaged when it's a word you're interested in. Yeah, well... Like when I just source some large word and you're like, don't know it, don't like it, never going to use it. Not really interested in talking more about it. Not usually the best segment. Okay. It's usually got to be one that you feel connected so maybe, to. Maybe I'll start doing that. Yeah. I love that idea. We can, we can collaboratively we can work workshop. on it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. All right. And we love you guys. Yeah. Follow Send us, us subscribe, stuff. comment, leave a voicemail. Do the Send things. us an email. Bye. Oh, I thought you were going to say more. <laughs> Bye. Bye.